The Musters on the Farm. Brought to you by Southland District Council. Working together for a better Southland. Ben Dooley farms at Wyndham and joins us this afternoon on the Muster. Dills, how's things? Uh, cold and wet, Andy, but we shouldn't complain after the journey we've had, so uh, yeah, not too bad in yourself. How much snow you had on the ground there? Because speaking to John O'Pemberton before, not a lot there where he's based, but came over to Waimumu Block and um, yeah, just baked. Yeah, no, we, we haven't had anything but a skip up on top, didn't hang around very long. Um, just up the hill from us has been massive and it's all thawing now and the river's come up and just about over the top of the bridges, but that's all right because we've got no stock anywhere near there. It's, it's um, what we expect to happen. So, yeah, just a, a matter of we had plenty of warning and be prepared about things and, yeah. There was a lot of rain last night too, though, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. Um, we must have marked down about 40 mils last night. Um, yeah, well, yesterday, I should say, from yesterday morning through all this morning. Um, yeah, what are we had now? I think it might not be the most accurate, but it's telling us about 140 mils from I think it was Wednesday night. We got a wee bit of rain through until now, and there hasn't been a 24-hour period where we haven't had rain because it, it's the event that it marks. So, yeah, um, it's a lot, but it is winter in Southland, and you're supposed to get some winter at some point. So better now than later on, if you ask me. Five and a half inches—that's a fair bit for a week, though, isn't it? That is a lot, but you got to remember we we hardly had a drop of rain for for June, so yeah, it is it is a lot, and it's a little bit um, out of season. Like we only work on about three and a half inches a month here, but you do get one of those every year at some point, and we haven't really had a major one for a while. So yeah, I guess we'll just uh, take it and move on. But yeah, livestock are all happy. We we have a bit of a policy here. Um, We've, had, we've been caught out in the past, so once we know a big event like that's coming, the sheep will come off crop. And this year, we don't have a lot of surplus feed around. The the crop is the crops are back a bit, and the grass covers aren't where we want, but we've got a lot of baleage. So I'm going to have to quit that today and give them all fresh grass, but we've just sort of been standing them on a, on, on a larger area with shorter cover and, and feeding out plenty of baleage to them, and they, they seem to have been holding up pretty well, so... Yeah, hopefully tomorrow evening, though, everything will be back on crop. How do your crops compare to last year? How are they? Yeah, to last year's. Uh, we, we normally work on sort of 18 to 20 tonne average um, across the board, and this year we're sitting around that sort of 13 to 15 tonne. So still reasonable crops, but certainly well back on, on what we'd normally expect. And uh, like I say, grass covers as well. We'd normally tickle a bit of urea on in the autumn, but just with the price of urea this year and the land prices the way they were, we... Uh, we held off on that, and as much as it'd be nice to have the grass right now, uh, bank balance-wise, I'm pretty glad we didn't because it would have been a hefty bill, and uh, we've got to, we've still got to get through to basically January before we have much money come in. So, yeah. When are you scanning? Um, we did the earlies oh, a couple of weeks ago. Haven't actually heard from the guys yet, but I'll presume uh, either late this week or early next week. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how they go. The earlies did 193... Uh, with scanning triplets, taking triplets out. So just high enough, to be fair. Um, last year, they did really well, and then the, the main lot were actually back quite a lot just because of the way the season was, and I'm hoping they're going to be back a wee bit this year just to, to get the triplet numbers down a bit. But we'll just see what happens there because they were a bit better fed this year, uh, pre-mating than last year. You'd rather high than low in the scanning, though. Uh, you know, um, we're sort of at that point where our mixed-age ewes will often scan around that 200% mark. 
Oh. And if that comes, yeah, if that comes back to 185, um, let's put it this year. Last year was a reasonable lambing for us. We did 141%, and we did that being back about 20 percentage points on the previous year's scanning, and we only did 137 that year. Admittedly, we got no snow at lambing last year, but the year before we got a little bit, and the old triplets just, yeah. Once you get a bit of snow on the ground, there's there's not much help in them. So. Um, yeah, going from 350 sets of triplets down to 120 was a, a very nice change. Ben, John Pemberton touched on this before. Um, these people are running around with cameras at the moment looking at stock. Um, one thing he did say, though, is with the photos he has seen online, it's showing good practice, it's showing a lot of back fencing, etc. Um, yeah, have you had any experience of these people coming on your farm at all by chance? No, I've, I've never found them here, and I've never seen a photo of our place turn up. I kind of expected to one day, but uh, no, we've never... Never actually had it happen, but John, John is right. Um, from what I've seen, there's very little that they can actually pick holes in. Um, I mean, anyone can obviously take a photo and and twist it to, to make it suit their agenda. But when you see the the wide angle view, now there's people are doing a very good job out there, and it's good to see. Um, I just wonder sometimes if you do see these people on your farm, that the best thing you can do is pull that phone out and start recording, and uh, just be polite, be civil, don't. Don't be out of line, but whatever they are doing, counter it. Just get some footage of them, of what they're recording, just so that when it goes, because if, if they decide they're going to use it, it, it often goes far and wide, that you've got something to, to sort of combat it with. And uh, it doesn't hurt to ask a few hard questions either. Just just put the pressure on them. Um, but whatever you do, don't get rough, don't get angry, don't get uh, pushy with them. Um, yeah, just... Keep you cool, but like I say, if you've got something to, to push back with, A, they're less likely to use the footage they're taking on your farm, and B, if it does get out there, then you've got something to combat it with. What are these people like when farmers come across them? Are they pushy as such, or what, what are the interactions? Because What happens there? I had a friend down the coast that saw them from the top of his place, and he rushed down, and they heard him coming, and they all jumped in the vehicle and left at a hell of a rate of knots. But I have heard... Um, instances of violent outbursts occurring and the police siding with the farmer. <laughs> I shouldn't repeat that. Um, I won't name names, but it has happened. Um, yeah, basically the cops turning up and saying, well, look, you are just antagonising people and you're not trying to do anything good here, so we suggest you leave now. Um, the farmer was only really trying to defend what was this. So, yeah, I... Like I say, I've never actually had a run-in with them and I, I don't know what way it would go. Obviously, we're sort of out there a wee bit. I don't know whether that attracts them a wee bit or whether that sort of makes them shy off a wee bit. But, um, yeah, hopefully we don't find out. But, yeah, if anyone does have any interactions, it would be quite cool to see how they react to a farmer turning up and pulling the phone out and filming them. But the best thing is not to give them anything to work with, isn't it? Just play it cool. If you come across these people, just acknowledge them perhaps and just counter them like you say, but there's no point losing your rag. Oh, absolutely not. Don't do that, because that doesn't do anyone any good. Um, you might think it does in the time, but no. no. Walking up to someone and uh, laying them out or slashing tyres or something is, is definitely not what we want to be known for in that space. Do you use this two-wheeler to go around the brakes, or is it a way for the winter now, because you're too scared to ride it? Uh, no, I did take it out for a wee bit. Oh, not yesterday, the day before, and uh, yeah, it was the same speed in first gear or fifth gear. It didn't matter, but <laughs> it was good fun. <laughs> Makes a lot of mess. No, I bet it did, as long as you didn't hurt yourself, Dawes, because it's not the time of year you want to do that, eh? No, definitely not, no. No, she's, she's pretty much away at the moment. It was just a, a wee YouTube opportunity there, so thought I may as well. Good on you, Ben. Always good to chat.
No, catch you later, Andy. Ben Dooley there, out of Wyndham. Always great to catch up. Uh, before the end of the hour, Senior Sergeant Gary Eddington of the Gore Police. But up next, from Thriving Southland, Sarah Thorne. Oh, yeah.